Welcome back, y'all. This is Christy. I'm Michael. And we are Terror and Tacos. And it feels like we've been gone for a long time, it Michael. Does. It, feels, it does. It feels like we've been gone for years. Yeah, but, it, you know, life has been weird and crazy. And, uh, you know, we're both starting things. Mm -hmm. And um, we're making a movie. We're making a movie. Yeah, and dealing with life things and stuff. And uh, But, we, you know, we thought it was time. It was, yeah. We thought it was time to come back to it because we love talking about horror movies for the people. And we have a very special guest today. We do have a very special guest today. Um, my son, uh -huh. Dante, Dante Flores, Flores who, is, who is in town from Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. And, I walked um, all the way here. He walked all the way here. <laughs> We thought we would have him on because the argument is ongoing. <laughs> it's never ending. It's <laughs> never ending. And so we're just going to let, you know, we're going to let Dante speak truth to power. For those who don't know. About the big debate. Dante has argued, well, that uh, hot dogs are indeed tacos. Is that the argument, Dante? They are the argument. And <laughs> uh, I just... I feel like I failed as a parent. There's like a rift in the family There's over this. There's a rift in the family, but okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna try and be quiet for the next few seconds. I think you're just scared of new ideas. Uh, I'm scared. Okay, all right. I'm not even gonna address that. Go on. Just talk about this. Let me explain. Hot dogs. Here's the thesis statement, right? right let's hear it, man. Hot dogs are tacos, and spaghetti is layer cake. No, I will not explain. What? Yeah. So, okay, now he's attacking This is you. my people. <laughs> um, I'm so, shocked, shocked and appalled. And appalled. Uh, where did your uh, strong, your staunch belief in the hot dog as taco come from, Dante? Uh, you know, in the digital age, we often encounter things that we, we don't know where they come from. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. don't know. You see something, you hear something, you read something. And it strikes you as being true. Uh -huh. um, you don't know how it appeared. It's a black swan event. You don't know how <laughs> it appeared in your life. But, but then once you reverse engineer it, suddenly you realize, hang on, it was inevitable. It's that, always been there. It's always been the <laughs> okay. truth. The call has always been coming from inside of the house. Uh -huh. This is knocking on the door and finding that it opens on your side. Yeah. Man, this is like going to be like the Escher episode. <laughs> Of, of terror. And so, tacos. what is your argument against, Christy? My argument against hot dogs being tacos is that th it's a bun. <laughs> okay. Like, the, the shape of the food is not important. Is, does not make it a taco. And I know what you're saying. You're saying that because the bun is split on one side and the wiener mm -hmm. lives in the bun, much in the same way that a, whatever meat lives in a taco. In a taco. But the, the the bread is what makes it not a taco. Now, now, if you took a hot dog uh -huh. and stuck it in a tortilla, that's, that's a taco. A, that's a wiener taco. Okay. Right. To me, it's 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 the tortilla that makes makes the taco. A difference. Yeah. But yeah. What does what do bread? And I'm 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 blanking on the name of the uh, uh, progenitor of this theory. But <laughs> what do bread and tortillas have in common? Well, I mean, they're both bread items? Or they both have starch. They both have starch, So ask yes. yourself, how is the starch arranged around? <laughs> one is leavened and one is unleavened. So this is where you draw the line, yes. leavened and unleavened. Yeah. Dante, Wrong. you've moved beyond this. Wrong. No, I transcended no, no. leavened and unleavened, and I moved no, into the realm of no, geometry. I, even, I will even say that if you took a hot dog and put it in a, a non- a, 
Is that a taco? Sure. Oh, okay. To me, that's a taco before a hot dog in a bun. A hot dog in a bun. Because, like, we have witnessed. (laughs) Sure. I mean, let's just, let's just, you know, I mean, if a hot dog is a taco, uh, fine. Then, you know, Canada's America. (laughs) I mean,. Let's just say wrong. That we, Where is their start? How is their start? We can just say that. We can just start to say like ridiculous things Think, like and that, that. Just nonsense. Yeah, no. just nonsense. Because we have seen a number of taco places uh, basically have made their money being like, "You, we'll put anything in a fucking tortilla and call right. it a taco." But you're cool with that. I'm cool with that. As long I mean, as it's, it's a like, tortilla. Sometimes it's like it's barely a taco. Okay, right? but. But if it's a tortilla and there's food in the tortilla, then that's a taco. Okay, Dante, <coughs> say you go to the Texas State Fair. You're I, gonna yeah. get a hot dog. Will you order it as a taco? Yes. How does that go down? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll walk... So d- tell me that. <laughs> so I will walk up to the stand at uh, at at Fair Park, and I will say to the operator of the hot dog stand, "Give me one of your finest tacos, please. I know they're here." <laughs> I really want to see that. Just because I want to see the dude at Fletcher's staring at you blankly. And the the guy at Fletcher's Corny Dogs is going to go like, tacos are over there. Well, I would call him unenlightened. (laughs) And you know what? And then you wouldn't wouldn't get a taco. (laughs) And then then you would have to walk through the Texas State Fair with no fried deliciousness, and that would be your loss. That's right. I would have to settle for a handmade root beer. Yes. Ooh, those things are hard. Or dipping some sort of fried something in some sort of icing. Or Or some other fried something. Or some other fried something. Yeah, here's the fried thing with more fried fried things things. on top. Here's the other thing, right? Let's Uh look at the way the starch is arranged. If you deep fry anything, it's a calzone. Oh, my God. Oh, this is uh, it. He, he is yeah. like he is like throwing the gauntlet yeah. down on your people. Is it generational? So like ex- Has he just, is <laughs> he more so. accepting than us? Is no, that what it is? I don't know if it's accepting. <laughs> I just think it's like you know this wokeness. <laughs> I have I have woke fatigue. I almost need a spit take. And I think that you know we've I, gone too far when we get got, the hot dogs. We've gone too far when we get the hot dogs. And it's like, I don't understand. What did you say lasagna was? Um, what? No. It's a layer cake. You said No, spaghetti is a layer cake. How is spaghetti <laughs> a layer cake? Spaghetti is a layer cake because you have a noodle, it's starchy, and then you have the sauce, and then you have another noodle on top of it, and then you do that over and over again. That's lasagna. That's not spaghetti. <laughs> no, it's a cake. Lasagna is a meat and cheese cake. <sighs> I blame oh. John. I blame John. I blame John. I feel like I have failed or, you know what? I'm going to blame Emerson. <laughs> I blame Emerson, those Northeast... Your fancy those, education, your, Dante. Your fancy book learning at a Northeastern <laughs> liberal arts college what I will say, what I will ruined say, you. What I will say is that, um, listeners at home, I'm wearing cat eye glasses, and I, uh, throughout this whole conversation, I've been dyeing my hair neon green. <laughs> he went to Emerson. <laughs> <laughs> There's right. nothing wrong with those things. Cat eye glasses and dyed hair are greater, perfectly fine. They're yeah. lovely choices. But if you um, knew Dante, it would be ridiculous. I went to Emerson for four years. I can say that. Hey, you did can't. you watch Mandy like I asked you to? No, I haven't. Oh, yet. my God. All right. Next time you're in town, we're going to continue this debate because it never ends. Yeah, it's never going to end. But you need to watch Mandy, okay. dude. It's absolutely I also, I, I, I didn't want to go into Mandy with any kind of information, so I haven't even listened no, to it's your good. episode. No, that's, no, no, it's, that's it's the good. best way to watch it. That's the best way to watch it. 
Okay. Yeah. I don't want to know anything going in. Yeah. It's because so, yeah. every every minute is a is a is a joy. Every minute is a precious treasure. <laughs> it's, it seems it seems like one of those things where every minute or every individual line uttered by Nick Cage mm-hmm. and the inimitable way that it is with him is like a delicious little caramel. Absolutely. It is. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I just want to uh, you know in 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 times of trouble. Or in times of me not wanting to leave my house sure. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, and if it's like a Saturday afternoon and the right. sun is out right. and spring is coming, what a and, horrid day! <laughs> uh, it's a horrible day. Uh, but I also want to watch Jaws. Yeah, like why does that? I, I think it, it is like the advent of spring or summer or. or and you, you come know. back to 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 Jaws as one of those things. I always come back to Jaws as one of those things when the sun's out. You know. Yeah. And I feel like I don't know. Maybe we we watch it almost every July Fourth. It's sort of our July Fourth. Oh yeah, uh, horror movie. Yeah. Um, you you did all? Did you do all the jaws? Yes. Jawses? Yeah. Well, you know, I always, say, I always say I always say you know when I'm in that mood or when that day arrives and I'm like I'm gonna watch Jaws because I like Jaws. I, I actually do really love the first one. Me too. Um, I'll watch Jaws and I'll say. I'm not going to watch the rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just going to watch Jaws, and then we'll see where the day takes me. But, you know, I get to the end of Jaws, and I want more Jaws. And then you and, have to right, keep going. And then I have to keep going, so I will end up watching all of them. And so that that was the kind of day I had the other day, and I started watching Jaws. And... Uh, by the time we came over, the time we came were over, at Jaws 3D. We, we were in Jaws 3D. Which is its own Yeah. Thing. Um, I, I only, so, go ahead. The only thing I saw from Jaws 3D is a shot of the shark very gradually approaching the screen yeah. against what is very obviously a green screen. And my just watching this movie, my first thought was like, it can't just be because this is an HD TV. No, no. It <laughs> always looked, it looked bad. bad at the time. It always, it always, I saw it in the theater. It, it I, looked that yeah, bad I remember the you saying, I remember it's like, you know, it's that moment that goes into slow-mo. And it's like, oh, no, here comes the Jaws swimming at us very slowly. He's gradually coming toward yeah. us. There's, we talk about this sometimes. There, It's like, because this is relatively early 80s still, right? Mm-hmm. Early 80s 3D, man. They were trying to make it happen. <laughs> Like, and then the glass shatters. shatters. <laughs> and like Friday the 13th did this, does this. Like my favorite moment in Friday the 13th 3, which is 3D, is like, here's a broom. <laughs> and then like, it's like, why is this? The best is the why one. Why is this terrifying? Yeah. The one that I remember is from my childhood, which is, I think it was Spy Kids 3D colon game over. Ooh. And then at the beginning, there's a scene where like Alan Cummings, I think, explains how like, there are specific parts of the movie where you need to wear the glasses. Oh, wow. And in all the promotional material, it was always like someone's disgusting thumb coming, coming towards you? the camera <laughs> or like something well, like that. Didn't they have characters that were thumbs? That was in the first one. Those were the, oh. the they were called the thumb thumbs. Oh, man. That was very okay. disturbing to so, me. So, and even that was like. This is what nineties, right? Yeah, nineties, early two thousands. So it's not like three D technology. Like three D cinema was not like a completely novel thing by that point. Oh no! Yeah, it's weird. And then it kind of took a turn. We're now like every major action movie Mm -hmm. is real. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I do. I sort of love the like. Yeah. The slow. Like this shark's gonna take twenty minutes to Mm -hmm. get to the screen. Right. Um. I'll throw out. Go ahead. No. No. You. I I was just gonna say. Were we gonna talk about the first one first? Yes. I was gonna say. Let's. I think a good way to start is what. I love the first one too. Mm -hmm. It came out the year of my birth. 
Um, what works? Why do you keep going back to the first one? Because then I think that's a setup for like, why does every movie after it not do what the first one <laughs> did? Like, why didn't they just okay. mimic Spielberg? So it came out what year? Seventy five. Seventy five. I was uh, six years old, and uh, I actually saw it in the theater. Like they took cool. me to see this in the theater, which I liken to a six year old in the 90s being taken to see Jurassic Park. Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, and... Although now you'll like never go in the ocean again or whatever. Well, I didn't it? want to. Right. You know, uh, I, I was six years old and I did not want to take a shower. Sure, You know, because the shark will get it you. It was terrifying. I think, I think it, w- it was... Spielberg stumbled upon like this thing that we now call he invented the summer blockbuster. Yeah, it was for a time, I think until Star Wars maybe. Uh-huh. Uh sorry, A New Hope. Um the the highest grossing film of all time like right. Jaws held that record for a right. while. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think it's the combination of the fact that you have like a uh, uh, an A star Roy Scheider mm-hmm. is in the movie. Scheider. Um, yeah. With Robert tiny Shaw. Eyebrows. Yeah, with his tiny eyebrows. And Robert Shaw is amazing Robert in Shaw it. Is yeah. ama- yeah. Richard Dreyfus is yeah. in this movie. And then you have the, the, the John Williams. Yeah, the John, John, John Williams, Williams score. score. Yeah. Um, Which, in many ways, like, I know, like, just going back and reading about it and seeing different stuff, like, they had trouble with the shark. Yeah, and I think, like, rather famously, they didn't know whether any choice, any aesthetic choice in the movie was going to pay off. And it seemed that, like, the the the, the locus of that was the shark. What, right. I think it was Bruce. They yes, they named him Bruce. Set. Sure. Uh, <laughs> which is, that's some Finding Nemo. <laughs> yeah. I think Folks. also, like, I think... We didn't know at that point. We didn't know anything about sharks, really. No, it, they weren't. They were of, invented in seventy. They never came so. as No, but you know what? But I yeah, mean, we weren't though. inundated with like with Shark, shark Week and all this. or Shark Week or anything. But because of Bruce not necessarily working all the time or whatever, Williams's score uh-huh. kind of becomes the, the shark, shark, right? Yeah. yeah, and that to me is what. Not seeing the shark a ton is is what works. I have a specific thing about that because I did watch the first Jaws and I did watch the second Jaws. You watched Jaws. part two, right? Yeah, I yeah. watched part two on my own. Um, <laughs> you're, you're brave. Oh, Always no. brave, Dante. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, <laughs> I did have Patti LaBelle playing in my head oh, okay. the whole time. Okay, yeah. So I, it was, it was, that was the Gesamtkunstwerk of it. But, um, I this is like, this episode has the biggest words we've ever yeah, we have heard. To, people are going to have to look things up. Yeah, we so, are. So, so this whole seeing the shark versus not, not seeing, seeing the shark, the shark. and in general, it's true. You don't see the shark. The most that you see at any given time is the fin as, you know, Bruce torpedoes through the water. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But then there are some scenes where you actually do, like like when, uh, when Richard Dreyfuss, like, gets out of the cage and, like, yes. Bruce is all tangled up. That's a really close-up shot, shot. of yeah. the shark thrashing, thrashing around. around. And it works. Yeah, yeah, it does. It and, I totally think, and I think maybe it's because the water's kind of murky. There's, like, right. bubbles everywhere, so you only see this silhouette. But... I, I guess my question then is, what specifically does you don't see the shark mean? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I th- and you're right, because at the finale, he's all over it, yeah. Bruce. It's, is it just like at the be- things like at the beginning, like the, the woman in the water? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, we shouldn't say, maybe we shouldn't say you don't see him. It's a slower reveal. Yeah. 
because yeah, when the woman like gets the, killed in the, which to me is still one of my favorite scenes oh yeah absolutely it is it's her breathing getting yanked down and, you and like we know it's a it's a it's a it's a shark because mm-hmm. that's what the movie's about it's on the but, poster but we yeah haven't, we haven't seen it right and so it maybe is a more gradual reveal we haven't, we haven't throughout seen the, the movie. size of it too right 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 so you watched two. I went back and watched two, and we just watched three D, which is its own crazy <laughs> oh thing. God. And then Jaws for the Revenge is just you watched that. I as watched you were like, that. Yeah, ripped that shit crazy. Yeah. So, Don, what did you think about two? Two? Oh man, it's. Um, I have a whole page of notes right Great, here. Great, let's do it. Um, because that to me is like it's the one right. It obviously. Well, you know, like Roy Scheider was not going to do it, and then he they threw a, a shit ton of money, money at it, right? Yeah. So you still have Scheider, you still have... I'll be in your dumb fish movie. Yeah, right? <laughs> you still have the core family, right? Right. right. So why does two fucking fall apart so egregiously? This is something that I was thinking about a lot during the movie. I have opinions. And, you know, and maybe, this is, maybe this is because, like, in my day-to-day life, I'm a playwright and dramaturg or whatever the fuck that means. And um, <laughs> so I, whenever I watch something... Everything always comes down to the script for me. So right. as I was like making notes throughout the movie, I was thinking like inevitably, as any writer does, like, oh, what would I have done better or what right. would I have done differently? Do you do that, Michael? Yes. Yeah. And I think to me, the biggest disappointment is that it focuses too much on people who aren't Roy Scheider. Yes. Yes. I was going to say that thing. It's like it becomes <laughs> it becomes now because now the sons are teenage age. Yeah, yeah. Right? And it wants to become like a teen slasher. Yeah. Like Mike and Sean. Like, and Mark. that's what the whole and that's what the whole third act of the movie is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get these like random a lot of like random teens who are like straight on the boat <laughs> or stranded on the boat and then the coast guard and all yeah. that. Like, right. We're gonna send the line over. And then it. the shark pulls yeah. the, <laughs> the chopper. Which the stupid teenage girl that that is what Mike's girlfriend yeah. who's like Paula in My Bloody Valentine yes. who's like go to the lighthouse Mike yeah. <laughs> your parents told you not to go but don't you want to go Mike, with me you should what are you, you a should, fucking you bitch yeah. you were there when the sh- first shark yes. was around your dad is Roy Scheider your damn dad it. is Roy right. Scheider so and that's like first I quick sidebar the the I I I was primed to expect the shark to jump up and grab the helicopter because some time ago I watched a very, uh, a, a, a wonderful little film on Hulu uh, called Five-Headed Shark Attack. Yes. Um, oh, man. Like, oh, my God. And it, in it, um, if there, I'm, I'm going to spoil it because there's nothing of value. <laughs> um, the, I'm sure the people who made it are lovely people. But the, the shark has four heads. Uh-huh. And then at the beginning of the third act of the film, the tail turns into a fifth shark head. <laughs> and that disappoints me because there was never a moment where someone's standing on the deck of a boat and then it like reaches up and grabs them the and pulls them down. The tail from the right. tail head. And it's like right. there's so much potential. Right. Yeah. But then but then the helicopter scene in that film is um the the helicopter doesn't like you know, go onto the water and then we get a shot of it from underneath and we hear like the droning of it right. and we think, uh oh, the shark comes towards low frequencies. <laughs> the helicopter is about 45 feet in the air. <laughs> 
and they're like, oh, the helicopter's here. And then the shark leaps, like, breaches out of the water, grabs it, and pulls it nice. down. Nice. Which, like, I remember throwing my arms up in celebration. At that say, moment? Yeah, because, like, you have to do that. If yes. you have a helicopter, yeah. you have to do you it. You have to do that. Um, Whereas in Jaws 2... The, the shark has to wait for the... Yeah. Uh, this, is a, this is a disappointing shark by comparison. But I think that... It's only got one head, Dante. Right, right. You know, the you know, five-headed shark, this is the $6 million Well, but shark. you know, yeah. it was also, like, the late 70s, early 80s. Like, we didn't know that sharks could breach the water and leap 45 feet into right. the air. And that's true. And or grow a head from their tail. Or grow a head from their tail. <laughs> and quite frankly, that's racism on our part. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Um, Speaking of which, there is another shark movie that I think I texted to you that we now have to watch. It's Shark Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, yeah, we do. Um, I mean, good lord, that's... And the poster for it is like a demonic... Why aren't we just doing this shit? Why aren't we just cranking these out? I don't know, man. So, so... Yeah, go ahead. So what makes this movie... um, Terrible. Part two, Jaws 2. Yeah, part two, Jaws 2. Jaws is great. The first, yeah. one, is the first one is great. And there are it is great. Classic. Yeah, Absolutely and I'm sure classic. that there are plenty of reasons that we could go into into why it's great. Uh, I'd rather sure. talk about why the other ones are terrible. Yeah, so it doesn't focus enough on Roy Scheider. Right, um, and we need more Scheider. We need more Scheider. Um, and I think you said, I'm going to give you a week. Yeah, yeah. Because we've lost Dreyfus, right? right? Dreyfus didn't come back. Shaw is dead by Shaw's the end of dead. Jaws. Shaw's dead. So, so I so, think... The th- what I what I wrote is that this movie would be so much better if it were just about Roy Scheider being bored, paranoid, and humiliated. <laughs> yeah, but for that, why don't you just go watch all that jazz? Right, <laughs> right. But also, I want to watch Roy Scheider kill another shark. Yeah, like, man. I, so. I, I think like there are so many like crazy ass things that he does in this movie like when he's tipping the bullets with poison or like when he's looking like George C. Scott up in the tower, the tower. Like, or yeah. like when he comes into the house angry and like hits his head on the lamp and then he goes into the bathroom and it's like too small for him yes. to like actually shoot him. like um, I would love to watch a movie of Roy Scheider getting angry and paranoid about a shark and also constantly be in locations that are slightly too small, small for him <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, so, like, also, I think, yeah, clearly you have, like, even Spielberg, young, young Spielberg at, in 1975 is better than, <laughs> than whoever, whoever, yeah, that whoever the was. fuck that guy And was. it was, it's like some, I don't know, is it a French guy? I don't like, know. I, re- I remember, Jaws like, two. yeah, like, specifically looking to see who directed the movie, and it's like... You know, some foreign name. And I will say this. <laughs> Those Frenchmen and Those their Frenchmen. shark films. Where do they think? I will say this. And we talked about this while we were watching Jaws 3D, which we need to get into as well. Where are we watching it? Where we... we- I think it's uh, Jeannot Swartz. Jeannot Whoa. Swartz. All right. Mm, whatever. Um, that, that the, to me, like, the, the John Williams, the beauty or brilliance of John Williams, just as, like, this dude's life, he... He'll fucking come up with a theme for a long-running franchise. He will bolt. Yeah. And they will still have to pay that motherfucker because they will reuse his theme. Like, it happens in Jaws, Harry Potter, Jurassic Park. He's like, you get one or two films with Williams, and then then you just write me a check and you use the theme when you need it. I'm always like... Yeah, man. What that's if, super, super, yeah, super smart. Good for him. I think that's the most that we can say about Jaws 2. I think we've said more about Jaws um, 2 than anyone ever. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. You know, that's... Uh, this episode will be up on JSTOR, but <laughs> this counts uh, as scholarly material. Absolutely. So it Jaws 3. Jaws 3. D. D. 
starring Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, Dennis Quaid now plays Michael. Michael. Um. <laughs> and he's his girlfriend is the most ordinary woman Man, on the face of the planet. Just like What's her name? I, Bess, Bess Armstrong? Yes. Bess Armstrong? She was on she, she was, was on the my so mom on my so called life. life. And so now Michael, who is a grown he's man. He's a grown man. He's Dennis Quaid. He's Dennis Quaid. He works at SeaWorld yes. in Florida? Somewhere. Sure. Somewhere. He works, I know. He yeah. works at SeaWorld. And his girlfriend is a fish scientist uh-huh. or whatever. And the younger brother, Sean, is coming to visit. Yes. And Lou Gossett Jr., who is Hell easily yeah. like my favorite person in that movie. Oh, you know, absolutely. He's like so over the top. Plays... Th- the role of what the mayor was. Oh, I have a bone to pick about the mayor. Like, the mayor is so... How is he still in office? How is he still in office in Jaws 2 <laughs> yeah. is what I want to know. But we can come back to that later. <laughs> it's insane. It always it's looks insane. like he's looking directly at the side. Yeah, it's like he's still the mayor. He. They didn't vote him out, man. Oh, they, they didn't, didn't vote him out. Well, fucking Amityville. Would, oh, I fuck Amityville. <laughs> fuck Amityville. Anyway, so Lou Gossett plays that role. He's like the director of the SeaWorld yeah. or the manager of Yeah, he seems like he's in charge of this right. SeaWorld that also right. has like a fancy restaurant and bar. Right. I don't know. And Simon McCorkendale <laughs> is Great in the name. movie and he's a British actor who Clearly. he plays like a I don't know, an, an, uh, a kind of like a, a, a crocodile Dundee type, type yeah. character. But he's and he's like he'll wear a, like a shark oh, you know what? necklace. He, he plays like a Jer- I'm Jeremy What's oh, Jeremy Wade. Yeah, like a Jeremy yes. Wade type. Yes. Like before <laughs> Jeremy Wade. Yeah. If yeah. you ever, if you ever have the urge to watch any of the non-Jaws films of the Jaws franchise, just watch River Monsters. Yeah. Just, just watch River Monsters. Because Jeremy, Jeremy Wade is yeah. actually insane. Ten times yeah. more interesting. We're going searching for the gooch. Yeah. yeah. And it's like he gets in the river man. in his underwear and socks. And yeah. also, he doesn't kill the animals. That's true. He, he just him back. shows them to you, and then he goes, "Isn't this animal majestic?" And, and then he, he lets it go. Yeah. And then he has a feast. Yeah. yeah. With, yeah. So so anyway, so Jaws three. So <laughs> the 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 Jaws like the Frankenstein. Uh-huh. The Jaws has is it a different shark, Michael? It's got. I mean, they they keep, they blew up the they, first yeah. one. They, they blew, blew up, up the, the second, second one. one. Yeah. So now just great whites have it against this family. Yeah. I mean, which will culminate in Jaws four: The Revenge, right? Where the shark kills Sean in New York. And <laughs> And follows the, the mother. mother. Guns him down and out. So like, <laughs> <laughs> he just pulls up in a cab. Yeah. So um, in, in Jaws, yeah. So Jaws yeah. three, there's another shark. Another shark. Oh, at, Leah Thompson is in Jaws. Leah Thompson three. is. Um, at the Sea World, she's at, a uh, performing. She, she's like a Six Flags dancer, but, but on they, water but on skis, water skis yeah. and stuff like that. We came up with lots of good band names yeah. during this. There's movie. something about the Sea World that is also baffling to me in Jaws 3D. Oh yeah. There seems to be no theme. No theme at to all. To the entertainment. No. Like there's one guy who's dressed like an old-fashioned carnival barker. There's hillbillies. There's hillbillies. There's a pig. There's someone like dressed in a pig outfit yeah, dancing in front of the seals. It makes it no makes sense. It makes no sense. Anyway, so in I guess in this one there is a, sh- a shark that gets trapped inside the gates yeah, of, of, SeaWorld. of SeaWorld and has a baby shark uh-huh. yeah. and has been living there. And then they close the gates because they discover, oh, there's a shark in there. Yeah. And they lock the mother out, mm-hmm. but the baby shark <laughs> yeah, is still, still in. in. And, and so and the so mother they, is coming yeah. for it. And so, of course, the scientists of the SeaWorld <laughs> are kind of like, we got to let the, the baby shark go or, you know, whatever. Right. And, but Lou Gossett says, no, we, we're... We're going to make a new 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's like this is going to be the big attraction. Right. Right? So they make the big attraction <laughs> of the baby shark. Like you already have Shamu, y'all. Yeah, Come on. right. And it's like, and, and and the baby shark dies. Yes. And it pisses the, the mother mom, shark the mom off. Shark. So the mom shark starts killing everybody. I feel so bad for that Shamu. It's terrible. And this, I, it's an orca. It's not a Shamu. This came out like eighties, like yeah, mid eighties before I think the sort of. Horrors of SeaWorld were it's, as well known as they are now. But it's so terrible. Yeah. I mean, it makes no sense to me. I'm, I'm, I also have a question. I think I brought this up when we were watching it. Like, if you're SeaWorld, why do you let your name on that movie? Like, it's so poorly managed. Yeah. Like, people just fucking die. Like, it's going out of style. Left like, and right. And then it, it, it seems like... To, I got the feeling from this movie, Michael, that SeaWorld employees just have the run of the place. Yeah. Like, no matter like, what they can... Yeah. No matter what no they're... It's like a McDonald's franchise. Yeah, right? Like, it's <laughs> locally owned. Send him over. He'll do this. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, just, they just do, you know, whatever I, they want. I do love that the whole it. thing about this SeaWorld is there's an underwater glass tunnel uh-huh. that you can walk through right. and see the life or whatever, the sea life. Right. And that is also when we get another like amazing 3D moment of right. the shark bashing into right. the glass. There also it, seems to be only two people in the control room. Right. Well, that's like when um, <laughs> like, and, and they're like teenagers. Yeah. Well, it's like there are two teenagers <laughs> running SeaWorld. Well, that's like uh, when Homer and Bart do the glass bottom boat tour. Yes. And like they're show they're mooning the shark that's like bashing into, into the glass. glass. Yeah. And Homer's like, you call yourself the king of the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's terrible. We did make one really great discovery watching uh Joss 3D. 3D and I ha- I, I it's your 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 wife Aspen made this discovery and uh it made the movie 100 times better. Oh right. So there is a part in the movie Oh and, my like, god, towards, it was amazing. Towards the end yeah. where the shark is already like wreaking havoc uh-huh. at the park, you know. And so it's it's during one of the shows, one of the like skiing Ski, shows yeah, or whatever, shows. where the 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 jaws just <laughs> comes into the lagoon or whatever sure. and starts attacking everybody, everybody, everybody. And so your wife had the brilliant idea of turning down the volume uh-huh. and playing Yakety Sax yes. on her on her <laughs> iPhone and. and it not since playing Pink Floyd with the Wizard of Oz has anything has worked an, out so oh brilliantly. My, it was so amazing. Yeah, it, it elevated the film. Yeah. So when, <laughs> so. I, I, when you get to that point, and I, I wish I knew, I will post it on. You kind of you know it's coming. Yeah, it's you know like it's towards coming. the climax. It's towards the climax. It's when they're having the big show. Uh huh. And the the. <laughs> The, the that shark. I, Lou Gossett Jr., have come yeah. up with. Yeah, then and the shark just decides I'm gonna fuck everyone Everybody up. up. Yeah, just turn on Yakety Sax. Yeah, and it makes it so oh, much better. It makes it so much better. We laughed so uh, hard. So yeah, Jaws 3D. It's I mean it's terrible. And like I remember seeing it in the theater and probably thinking it was amazing, but I was a child and had no judgment. Sure. And and the. That arm floats at you for a yeah. while. Right. But you know what? Like, I feel like the arm that floats out at you for a while, that's gross and everything. But, you know, there is there is a scene in Jaws, the first one, where the coach, where the, the there's a, a man in a little boat and he uh, gets attacked and you see the leg float yeah. down to the bottom. That's that scene is way more effective. Of course, yeah. Well, that's also because Spielberg is just genuinely better at building tension. Sure. But I yeah. bet in like uh, Jaws 3D. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I imagine you know like 
oh well this 3D film is really expensive we gotta get our money we gotta get our money sure yeah there's and haven't one, and there's one where the fish head is floating yeah, yeah. yeah. that's how it it's starts like, yeah what? we gotta have these like long like brown bunny-esque shots, shots of just of like an arm floating at the camera <laughs> um and then, yeah, so then we get to, oh my god, dude, Jaws 4, The Revenge. <laughs> Starring, uh, not Dennis Quaid, no. the Hydrox. The Hydrox of Dennis the, Quaid. The cream between yes. it all together of now. Dennis Quaid. The Panburger pan partner. partner. Yeah, the Panburger yes, pan partner of Dennis Quaid. And suddenly, Mike, uh-huh. he, the, the not Dennis Quaid actor, who's playing Mike, Yeah. Is suddenly a scientist because, yeah. like in in the third one, he was not. No, but he could also he could weld. I don't know what no, he was in the third one. I don't know what he was in the. It third was like one. a Mike Rose but in sort of the, type of guy. Yeah. In the fourth one, he is now a, a shark, shark scientist. scientist or like some kind of scientist yeah. of the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his wife, who's not Bess Armstrong, no. but looks like her and, and is still ordinary as fuck. Probably the, is it supposed to be the same character? It's supposed to be the same yeah. character because she has a blonde bob. Right. So they got neither of the actors because Dennis. Quaid after Jaws three like kind Took of off. became Dennis yeah, Quaid or whatever. She became she the became mom the mom on, on My So Called Life. I was gonna say something so kind they're, of wonderful. They're married. They're married. They they're live scientists. in the Caribbean. They have a daughter. Uh huh. And she's an artist. She's right. not. She's a, a a sculptor. Yes. Like she be she went from being a shark scientist. I guess it was so traumatic. And Sean, and Sean is now the sheriff. He has followed in, in Roy Scheider's footsteps. Yeah, in Amity Island. Oh my God! And so there's even that moment because Roy Scheider had died in real life by then, or just didn't I come back. Well, it's know. it's or isn't it like there's a shot of the police station and Roy Scheider's picture face is like right. on the wall. Yeah. No. So either way, you know you he wasn't keep coming back. About it. I'm gonna but there's out. this great moment she has with Sean or Mike. I don't remember if it's yeah. before Sean. It might be before Sean dies, before the shark gets him in the harbor or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where uh She's like, because this one's really about the mom, right? Yeah. Where she's like, that shark has taken so much from us. And he's like, you know, Pop died of a heart attack. And she's like, no. It, sure, it was a heart attack, but really it was the shark that killed him. Right. I'm like, what are you talking well, about? I have, I have a thing Schneider on that, right? died <laughs> in 2008. Okay, so okay. this is well before. Yeah. So this is specifically to that, Michael. This is, uh, I, have a, I have a little bit of a reading here right in front of oh, me. Oh, I would love to hear it. This is from the infamous Roger Ebert review mm-hmm. of Jaws 4. Perfect. Um, and this is a little ways in there. Um, this is, I'm, I'm quoting him now. Uh, I believe that the shark wants to revenge, wants revenge against Mrs. Brody. I do. I really believe it. After all, her husband was one of the men who hunted this shark and killed it, blowing it to bits. And what shark wouldn't want revenge against the survivors of the men who killed it? Here's some things, however, that I do not believe. That Mrs. Brody could be haunted by flashbacks to events where she was not present, and that, in some cases, no survivors witnessed. That the movie would give us one shark attack as a dream sequence, have the hero wake up in a sweat, then give us a second shark attack, and then cut to the hero awake in bed, giving us only the, the only thing worse than the old, it's only a dream routine, which is the old is it a dream or not routine. <laughs> that Mrs. Brody would commandeer a boat and sail out alone into the ocean and sacrifice herself to the shark so that the killing could end. That Kane's character, this is Michael Kane. Yeah, Michael Kane uh, is in Jaws for the Revenge. Isn't. He's the protagonist. Yeah. Um, that Kane's character could or would crash land his plane at sea so that he and two other men could swim to Brody's rescue. That after being trapped in a sinking airplane by the shark and disappearing under the water, Kane could survive the attack, swim to the boat, and climb on board, not only completely unhurt, but also wearing a shirt and pants that are not even wet. <laughs> that the shark would stand on its tail in the water long enough for the boat to ram it. That the director 
director Joseph Chardent, uh, Sargent excuse me, would film this final climactic scene so incompetently that there is not even an establishing shot, so we have to figure out what happened on the basis of empirical evidence. <laughs> it's true. And you get to the climax where she rams the shark with the, the front of the boat, right? And then it just kind of like sinks down, and then that's it. It cuts to them like, come up to Amity someday, and, and you're like, what? Well, and and she what has happened? traveled. She has traveled across. I mean, however many miles that is. Right. In battle with this shark that is, as Ebert points out, is supposed to be dead. I don't. Well, so this is the thing so that I like. Son of son of son of Jaws. Right. So this is the thing that I actually did like. That kind sharks of sharks got a bad rap with this. They franchise. did. Um, so this is a thing that I actually ties back to me for why Jaws two is so disappointing, is that someone being this like tunnel visioned about one shark. Right. To the point where they have dreams about it. Right. Like that's a fucking amazing concept right. for a movie. <laughs> and like if you do it correctly, it could be it, amazing. It could be fucking incredible. Yeah. It could be hilarious. And they and, fucked it up. Yeah, and they fucked it up. Um, and the thing is, and like they, this is this is the thing that I think makes Jaws two so disappointing, and the thing that makes the original Jaws so great is that the development of the characters in the first Jaws, you know, the 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 three uh, the three men with names that start with R, right? Boat, um, Roy, Rob, and uh, uh, Richard. Richard. Um, their their development as characters and out and their general unraveling as characters to us as the audience is something that is incumbent on their hunting of the shark. Yeah, yeah. right. They like they go hunt the shark and then we learn about them. And right. like with each time they encounter it, whether it's like pulling the barrels up or right. like chasing after it, we learn a little bit more about, about them, them in their reactions to the shark, in the urgency with which they do things, or in the non-urgency with which they say, you know, go repair the ship or whatever, whatever. or right. whatever the hell. And you have Scheider who's. We know he's inherently afraid of water. Right, right. Um, Dreyfus is a spoiled rich kid who's right. kind of brilliant. Robert yeah. Shaw is was, like an old sea dog. Was, yeah, old sea dog, but also was, was part, stranded was at stranded sea. At yeah. sea. Yeah, in that so, fan, yeah, yeah. So, so, and then like it all culminates in the show me the way to go, show me the way to way go, go home, home scene, where it's like, okay, these characters have all finally achieved unity, and, and then, thus we've achieved unity with them. And then the shit goes down. Right, and then the shit goes down. Yeah. But then. In Jaws 2, and what I suspect is the case for the descriptions that you're giving of <laughs> three, and four. 3 and 4, is that they try to front load it with all the exposition. Like, even in 2, you're supposed to get to know Roy Scheider before he goes to hunt the shark. Right. Which, like, if you had started with him, like, on the beach and discovering, like, the piece of boat and then the body attached yeah. to it, if, and maybe, like, 10 minutes of movie before that, that's a better place to start that movie because it's like, oh, shit, this guy's going to start having flashbacks. Because he's already yeah. gone through all this shit. Right. Yeah. And now we get to watch his descent as he, like, f like almost futilely tries to prove to everyone, no, there is a shark out there. And, uh, like, if we see nobody believe him, we see his life fall the hell apart. apart. Yeah. Again, because of a fucking shark. Which is the more interesting yeah. movie. Yeah. Right. And but they don't do that. They don't do no. that. Sequels hardly ever do that. And in, no. Yeah, what sequels do is they take 
the bits that were exciting and try to amp them up and try to amp them up in the second one but those bits are not actual storytelling bits those bits are like cherries on the cake of storytelling and I mean and 4 becomes just a mess and it's funny because you have Kane who I think I saw an interview was like that movie bought me another fucking house yeah so the the, the famous quote from that interview is that the interview said have you seen Jaws 4 and he said no but I've seen the house that it bought me (laughs) it's great and then you have Mario Van Peebles doing <laughs> the, the worst, worst. The worst. Is it just Jamaican? like Jamaican or like generic Caribbean? I don't accent. know. He's, he might as well have just had steel drums. Yeah, man. The yeah. So bad. And I just I was glad when he died. Absolutely. And um, it's funny though you said that Shark's got a bad rap. I did this back before, uh, like now that Shark Week has become such a thing. But like in the olden times, in the '90s, when Shark Week on Discovery the olden times. started to like first get popular right. they interviewed Peter Benchley who wrote the oh, book I thought you were going to say they interviewed a shark they interviewed Bruce now yeah. they interviewed the guy who, <laughs> Benchley who wrote the book right. Jaws and he said he actually said if he had known what it was going to do to the shark population he never would have written the book like he right. said he was just trying to write like a scary and right it, but it but that's what happens with these movies it's that it's not about yes there's a shark on the poster, but it's not actually about the shark. The first or is one. It? It's no, about the, the claustrophobia that the guy, that the uh, main right. three dudes experience. Yeah, like how, how this thing is coming. This thing is coming. It's this the same thing th- that's going to kill everybody. I mean, and I have to save them, and nobody will, will listen, listen to me. And yeah. it's and you're using the word thing. It's structurally similar to John Carpenter's The, the thing. thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like about the claustrophobia that these three like kind of posturing dudes experience in the same like confined sure, space. Sure. Once we get once yeah once we get to like the crux of that story. And I, right. Yeah, and I think there's even like a connection to the first alien as oh, well. Oh, sure. Yeah. But in all cases, you have Spielberg, you have Carpenter, and you have Ridley Scott. Who, who are, are great storytellers. Yeah, and I'm not saying everything they do is gold. I mean, they've all had misses or whatever, but these are like three skilled directors. Mm-hmm. They're masters. And this, all of those movies are relatively early in each of their careers. Uh-huh. Um, although, yeah, yeah, even yeah. The Thing is still early for yeah. Carpenter. I mean, I know he'd made Halloween. And then, yeah, you hand off the sequel to whoever. I mean, and, and like by the time they made Swartz. part four, The Revenge, I, I mean. I don't even know who. Yeah, it was, but, it's, it's uh, crazy. Yeah. And it is, like you said, it's like they don't. To me, if you go back and you watch the first Jaws, I, I don't understand how you take away, like, we're just going to have more shark attacks yeah. and that'll make it good. Well, it's really interesting watching movies, that, like shark movies that come out now like after like Sharknado Sharknado and stuff like that because those are Five-Headed Shark yeah Five-Headed Shark Attack those are crazy right but the only thing that those movies have going for them is you know the the grotesquerie of the shark itself right like it's still basically like in Five-Headed Shark Attack I think (laughs) I love that um, you've seen this oh I it's there was a uh, hot minute where my roommates and I just watched bad horror movies on Hulu. Mm-hmm. We watched you know, all like, three of them. I think the this first... is where I do have a parenting win. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I love trashy movies. Me too. So we, side note, we watched, like, if anybody has seen the Wishmaster films. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are... Yeah, man. Those are incredible. Yeah, man. Um, the, I think, isn't the first one Wes, Wes Craven? Uh, he, I think he produced, produced it. it. Anyway, yeah. that's a side thing. But, like, structurally... 
the villain is the same and uh, as as like the villain in Five Headed Shark Attack is the same as Lou Gossett Jr. He's like the owner of an aquarium and he's like, We've gotta capture it so that I can make money right, as right. he like he's pulls out his pocket watch. He's like, like a, yeah, he's basically P. T. Barnum or yeah, something. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that like it would if you wanted to make a shark movie, you could have this crazy, fun and comically grotesque shark, but in order to make it good, you would have to talk about how, like, you know, stuff like Shark Week has affected our image of them, and right. stuff like Jaws has affected our image of them. You would have to talk about, like, human production has affected their habitat. Right. And, like, right. you have to talk about how sharks themselves are caught and turned into soup. And, right. Like, and we, no one's going to make, so we make five-headed shark. Yeah, attack. no, exactly. And or you shark can, exorcist. And you can have shark exorcist. You can have five-headed <laughs> shark attack, but and you can make them good, but it would have to... Like it would have to like some the 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 idea of a shark taking revenge is interesting to me because it's the idea of nature taking but revenge. See, but here's man. the thing: this is where we would turn it around, and you and I have talked about this before. Where now now is the time in the shark movies, yes, right? The shark milieu, <laughs> where where we should be viewing the shark as the hero, yes. instead of yes. the monster. Yes. But instead, we have five headed shark. Sure, we have Sharknado, we have Shark Exorcist, where the shark is still this grotesque monster. Right. But it would be more interesting to now have a shark movie where we are rooting for the shark. For right. The shark. And this is like, and then because you, we're the monsters, we're the monsters. And you can get all like Baudrillard with it too, <laughs> and <laughs> like. Well, what you could do is say like, oh, well, these sharks have been pushed to the point where they have, like, they have to go on these mass killing sprees, uh-huh. and in some weird, like, situationally elevated way, they're aware of their circumstances, right? Yeah. Like, in like a third person perspective kind of they way, can, yeah. And so, like, well, that's it. These humans are destroying my habitat. They've killed my family. I have family. to go after them. Yeah, it's like, and I might die too, but fuck it. I'm going to weaponize my own potential death against, yeah, these, against people these people to humiliate them. And now to like, that's a movie I, I want to see. Watch the and shit that's out of that. and that would be like the Roy Scheider going crazy right. movie, or like the the Ellen Brody movie, right. like Ellen Brody going crazy movie. I man, I I I have to watch Five Headed Shark Attack. But yeah, this <laughs> this to me though is like it would be that would be the next thing, but I right. don't know that anyone would do. Nobody that movie. would have, will ever do that movie. Um, I, I, this is I ask this a lot of you, Christy and Dante, weigh in. Like, is Jaws in your mind a straight up horror movie? I I will say I think it is. I'm well, just... you know what my question is. My test of a horror movie is was I terrified? Mm-hmm. And I, as a child, uh, I was terrified. So I I think I think it's a creature feature. Yeah. I think, and I, I don't know if it, it would be labeled a creature feature now because now we know about great white sharks and we know that there are whale sharks and we know that shark exists sharks exist that are that size right. and all that kind of thing but at the time the idea of to, to not to scientists but to just like regular people the idea of a great white and how big they are must have been like that's a mutant right, right? so it, i think it falls under the category of creature creature creature, creature horror yeah, yeah, yeah creature then. horror so so then Sorry, I cut you off. That's okay. That's fine. No. <laughs> she gave you I'm life, just man. Your mother. That's true. I did. She did give me life, and I interrupted her this way. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if. I don't know. There are there are parts of Jaws that I know they're coming, but they still. Yeah, I think the first one still works, and I think like what Dante said is those three guys. One, those are three extremely talented actors. Yeah, it's a good story watching them come together. 
Right. Even with like very limited dialogue at times. Yeah. yeah it's, right. It's done yeah, well. Yeah. It's you know when 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 Dreyfus dives down, they find the little boat, and he dives down mm-hmm. into the water at night, and <clears throat> and you're you're thinking to yourself, "There's a fucking shark. Why are Why you, are you diving? doing this?" Yeah. But he dives down, and the the corpse pops out. That's still scary yeah, to yeah. me. You know, I mean, if we're talking straight up scary, right. definitely. So so what I will say is that. Um, you know, it, the I think that's a really good litmus test. Like, did this movie terrify me? Um, I think the question to, I think the question to tack on to that is, okay, well, what terrified me? Because you know, now that we have Shark Week, and now that it's like we have all this stuff, yeah, we, we watch we know sharks about online. Shark. And yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, we know about sharks. And I actually now. love sharks. Like, yeah, I find yeah, they're sharks great. fascinating. And they're really they're, important they're, parts of their ecosystem. And yeah. they're perfect creatures, mm-hmm. quite frankly. They um, haven't evolved in millions of years. Yeah, so. So I think that when we return to Jaws, like when we return to the first one, it's important to ask, okay, this movie still terrifies me. So what about it not only terrifies me, but what about it remains unknown? Like what about it inside of the story remains unknown? And I think the actual unknowns of the story are the relationships between the three men in that. And I would offer that... Well, I also... also, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to... No, I mean, I I cut you off. I feel like... The thing that is also terrifying is the fact that you can have some, you can have some information. You can have, he knows, he knew Mm -hmm. that the teenage girl had gotten killed. Uh He tried to close down the beaches. They stopped him. The the powers that be, the town fathers said, we're not going to close down the beaches. Mm -hmm. And because of that, a young boy died, right? right? So there is a real terror in like, what is happening in the world that you know is detrimental to humanity or whatever or to your community and the powers you have no power to you stop have it. no power to stop it yeah. because yeah. people won't let you that's terrifying yeah. yeah yeah and that's like again this is why jaws 2 is disappointing because you can see the seeds of this inside right. of it and it just doesn't and it pay just off. doesn't none of those seeds germinate I, I mean there's also like i love sharks too i'm absolutely fascinated by them but there is something like i don't know primeval or whatever you want to say that is just fucking scary sure. like this is a they thing they haven't evolved right i mean they don't they don't sleep like they're they you know, haven't had to they evolve. haven't had to evolve they don't stop moving they don't stop moving because they're perfect killing machines right because they're winners and they're goddamn you're damn right yeah. you're damn right they are they're champions and champions um, just. Although I like sharks that don't get blown up. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. I, but there was one time I was at a place. It was in Dallas. I was thinking it was in maybe the Dallas World Aquarium or something. Sorry. My wife has since been like, don't go there. It's bad. But at the time, I, you know, whatever. And I had never seen um, an, like an alligator up close. Oh, yeah. Dude. And I walked around a corner. <laughs> so there's one just hanging out. But there's this like, you know, th- thing. Like you look over the a pen, the, a yeah. pen and you look over the side, and I saw one, and I can honestly say, I mean, there was no way in any way that it could hurt me in any way. It is, I think, the most like instinctively scared I've ever been in my life. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I think sharks, alligators, crocodiles, things like that 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 don't that haven't had to evolve. Right. Like yeah. there's just something in no you agenda. that's like, I have to get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. And this is the thing is like. They don't have an agenda. Yeah, it's like, mouth like, with fins or legs. No, right. it, it's like, I need to eat. Yeah. You are food. You are food. And generally, they would say sharks would prefer not to. Like, they'll yeah. sometimes they'll bite a surfer and be like, I don't want this shit. Yeah. I'd right. rather have a seal or whatever. Yeah. Right, you know? right. Yeah. That's when it, you remember Jack Handy? Yeah. Deep Thoughts by Jack yeah, yeah, Handy. Yeah. Like, my favorite deep thought by Jack Handy is, I'm going to try and say, I hope I don't ruin it, but I laugh and laugh every time I hear it, is, is to a shark... A funny thing must be a wounded seal swimming to shore because 
Where does he think he's going? <laughs> that is my favorite. And it's, pretty, it's yeah. There's nothing you can do, right? Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Um, um there, I, I have another bone to pick with the the, the later sharks. The the not two, but three, three and, four, and four, and and some trivia. Um, Sharks do not growl, okay? <laughs> like, sharks do not growl. It's upset me so much I, this last time I that mean, we, have you ever listened I, to one? That we were, I totally forgot that about we, that. Yeah, I mean, Aspen and I were sitting there like, sharks don't growl. They yeah. don't make noise. And all throughout three and four, it's like, raw. Yeah. Like, it breaches the water. King and of the jungle. <laughs> they are the king of the jungle. John told me this morning because you know John's, a, what, John's a mild-mannered reference librarian by daytime. Um, he was telling he found this out that the sound designer for th- three or four, I can't one of those. Was the same uh, difference. <laughs> the same movie. Said, yeah. said absolutely not. I will not. I will not create a shark, a growl. shark growl because sharks shark growl. do not shark growl. The band name. Band name. <laughs> sharks do not growl. I will not create one. So that they were forced to use, I can't remember what he said it was, but it was like they, some other animal some or other something. Animal, someone else came in and put in another oh. animal because the sound designer was like, no way. I'm not going to do it. Oh, I hope the sound designer in every, like, future interview was like, okay, first of all, I did not fucking do that. It doesn't doesn't matter what movie he's got. You know, the other band name that came out of watching Jaws 3 that I really like was Here Come the Snack Cakes. Yeah, because of the entertainment. It was (laughs) so weird. It was so weird. Oh, God. Fucking movie. Well, it's it's the, not to overload it too much with Simpsons references, but, you know, that's like, there's that scene in the, I think it's the short film about beef and like why eating beef is good um, when Lisa goes vegetarian. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The yeah. gorilla reaches out for a bunch of bananas, and then a shark jumps out of the river and, and eats the gorilla. Eats the gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> king of the jungle. It's um, king of the jungle. Man, we we got into some jaws. We got into some jaw stuff. I'll have to talk next time about my Honey Island Swamp tour, where <laughs> yeah, I where saw, you saw I saw alligators up close, uh, up close. I, and I, do, how I was super excited about it, and John was terrified. Uh, I do have one last thing to say. Sure, Let's um, hit it. the 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 ki- the nerdy kid in Jaws two who like wears the hat uh-huh. and like has the glasses at the beginning when he's not wearing the hat. I just this was messing my brain up the whole movie. He looks like Richard Nixon era Elvis. <laughs> Wait, is that is that also the kid that is in he's like doing he's the foot, dress to kill? Yeah, he's like doing yes. the, the foot pump on his I raft. think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I saw him and I was just like this is this Why is Richard Nixon era Elvis? Yeah, here? well yeah. like I saw it and because mm-hmm. it was a party, my brain clicked and went like oh clam bake. Yeah, it's, it's like clam bake. Or it's like, oh it's a costume party. And then like no, <laughs> this was the seventies. Yeah, he's like this is like Elvis when he Elvis shaking his like gigantic meaty hands. Yeah, that, that kid. Nixon. That kid did a bunch of movies in the eighties, and I don't know where he disappeared to, but I remember him from. He's Angie Dickinson's son in, in Dress to, to Kill. Kill and wow, ends up being like the it's a deep kid. Cut. Him and Dan- Nancy Allen solve the mystery. Okay. Um, I think he lives at Graceland now. Now, you yeah. Think so? yeah, I think so. Hit his right. in. <laughs> uh, do we have shout outs? Yeah, we do. We first, have some super important shout outs. First, shout out to Dante. This thank, thank you oh, so much. It thank was you so I much. Think, I, I've you know I've been listening for years now. And <laughs> yeah. I am I'm so excited to big be big fan. Next time you're back, we will have the continuation of hot dog versus tacos. And we'll but, talk about Wishmaster. No, this argument's yep. over. Um, <laughs> we will not have the debate. Uh, yeah, huge shout outs as Christy and I have been talking about. We're trying to make a movie. Horror movie called Final Dress. 
It is now officially up and running. It's a thing, man. We, like we are raising yeah. money on Seed. We and have Spark. a fundraising campaign on Seed and Spark, so please go check out Final Dress on Seed and Spark. Find find us on the Facebook for all the updates. I read an initial draft of it. It's really good. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, and we're super excited. We're doing well, but we can use all the help uh, we can get. One of the perks, if you give a certain amount, one of the incentives is you get a huge shout out on Terran Tacos. Yeah. So shout outs this week to some amazing people. Uh, the Danielle Georgiou, who I call Dr. Dance. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Danielle. And Justin Locklear, Shauna Kennedy, Carol Wright, Amanda and Michael West, Rob McCollum, Ellen Osborne, Charlie Steph June and Mark. And uh, these are all donors who have, have really helped us get on an underway. And then a special shout out to Cindy Ernst Godinez, who has helped us. Just help us do some do stuff some on stuff. the Facebook page and our Twitter account and all yeah. that stuff. So just know that, and we've got some other uh, Terra and Taco incentives mm-hmm. coming up. Um, at some point, we are going to raffle off an opportunity to uh, be, a guest, be a guest on Terra and movie. Tacos. You pick the movie and we will studiously watch yeah. it and then talk with you about it um so yeah final dress that's all i got and yeah. thanks to jim john make noise thank as you jim john make noise go visit us on instagram go follow final dress on instagram um and remember to watch that 3d jaws movie <laughs> with yakety sacks <laughs> it'll change your life it'll change your life it's great Um, Hopefully next time we'll have some new taco places to talk about. And once again, thank you, Dante, for being here. Thanks, Dante. Yeah, of course. You were great. And um, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.